Hello, and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, wait, you seriously haven't seen Little Women 1994? Or you've never caught It's a Wonderful Life? Or how have you not seen love actually? Hello again, and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen? I am your co-host, Caroline Thompson. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> and this is a podcast where each week we pick one of our uh, favoritest, festivist, uh, yes. holidayest movies that the other one hasn't seen. We talk about it. Then we go and watch the movie. And we talk about it some more. It's going to be a, uh, a, a gay old time. Oh, it truly shall be. So, Carson. Yes. Let's just go ahead and hop into this. Yeah, yeah. How have you not seen Love Actually? I mean, no great story here. I just, yeah. Talked about it a little bit last week. It is is kind of one of those, like, it's a rom-com. It's for fucking girls, you know? Like, I, so I just never watched it as a kid. And I, okay, so here's the thing with this movie that I've heard. This is, the, like, the consistent thing that I've heard from critics, from friends, anybody that I speak to about this movie, which is mm -hmm. that there are two opinions that people have about this movie. One, love it. So festive, staple, holiday classic. The other, fucking terrible. Just, just shit. Just the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, and as a result, I don't know. I've always been like a little afraid that I'm going to watch it and we're about to do it. It's about to happen. So it's coming true. But like, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to fall into one of those camps. And then I'm, you know, I'm going to be the mortal enemy of everybody that exists in the other camp, you know? So I, I hear you. Yeah. And I get that. I get that yeah. wholeheartedly. And I have, my take would be my opinion, which I think should both please and enrage everybody. Okay. Is what if it's both? <laughs> <laughs> Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, like, we'll obviously get into this later, but like, I think it's one of those things. It is one of those movies that, like, there was so much goddamn charm here, and there is so sure, much sure. just like sure, this sure. movie is like this very specific situation we are showing you is so full of like love and heart and like splendor and like this thing right here that we're showing you. And if you think about any of those things for more than 17 seconds, you're going to be like, wait, that's super fucked up though. And it's like, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not. But like, so, I mean, I agree. Um, this is one of those movies that like for years I had gotten away with not seeing, but it was yeah. just that thing where it's like every year at Christmas, it was like, like this came out in 03. And for like, from like 2003 to like, I would say like 2016, it just got played more and more and more and more at Christmas time until like finally when I was in college, I just sat down. Like it was probably like 2013, 2014. And like mm. I finally watched it one year at Christmas when like 
I was home with the family and we were just watching a bunch of Christmas movies. We were finally just like, we've never watched this one. Like, let's throw it on. But like, yeah, yeah. I think it is one of those movies that it is kind of extraordinarily stupid. Um, and if you take it at anything other than face value, you'll probably hate it. But if you can get yourself to just take it at like, I am watching this image on this screen. It's pretty great. Just gotta in my humble opinion. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that said, Carson, um, what do you know about love actually? So it's it's like uh we talked about it a bit, you know, last uh, time we played the game. Uh, you know, it's like a Valentine's Day or a New Year's Eve, right? Where it's like a bunch of like little vignettes, like small stories about love at the holidays. And it's, uh, oh boy, who's in this movie? It's uh, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Uh, my favorite television character, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Yes, it is. Um, uh, oh, uh, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant's in this? Correct. And also, I don't, I don't think I can think of anybody else to say this. Those are well, the two that immediately come to mind. Ooh. Okay. One of them's like we, a politician, right? And there's like correct. some weird politician stuff. And then at the end, there is the thing at the end, the like much parodied Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead is standing outside a house and he's got a bunch of signs and he's like, I love you. It is Christmas. We should smooch. <laughs> like that's like the signs say things like that. Yes and no. It's not mm, him. Mm. Okay, but yes, okay. That that does Wait, is it Rick Grimes? No, it is him. It is him. You're right. You're right. right. Sorry, I'm getting, you'll see. You'll see. I am getting him and the other man in that scenario. Are you, okay. Oh, there's another man. There's like, because it is like, it's a, she's married or whatever, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. First and I am getting. You were telling me was that there were two scenes in which a man stands outside of a woman's house. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. So. We will we will get um, much more into the cast in a little bit um, because there's a reason I'm not just going through the extraordinarily stacked cast. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Is there anything else you know about it? I don't think so. No, I don't think there is. Okay, well, if that's said, we are going to move into this week's game, which is, of course, Recast It. This Hell is yeah. a huge ensemble movie, and honestly... In a true 12 days of Christmas style, I should make you do like 14 of them. Okay. Um, but that would just take entirely too long. So I am going to limit it to five as we do. And I was going to save Hugh Grant because the character he's playing is an extremely huge, like what the fuck. But since you named it, he is the top build in this movie. Okay. So we are going to start as uh, by recasting Hugh Grant as... The Prime Minister of Her Majesty's Wait, Hugh Gr- the whoa, United whoa, whoa, Kingdom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, okay. He's the Prime Minister. <laughs> He's the Prime Minister of the He's United Tony Kingdom. He's Tony fucking Blair. Okay. Um... Oh, boy. Oh, no, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got it. I got it. You know what? You ready for this? Yes. Yes, Hold I am. Ooh. Paul Bettany. Ooh. Bam. Paul Bettany could do Hugh Grant's shtick. I know he could. No, he definitely could. And he's British, so he's got it. 
And I would say, I think Hugh Grant is prettier than Paul Bettany, but I think Paul Bettany is hotter than Hugh Grant. You know, I think that that is, I, I, I agree with that distinction. I think that is true. I think that is true. Well then, um, I'm going to go a little bit out of order here because this cast is so unbelievably stacked. Sure. Um, next is Emma Thompson as Karen. Just Karen, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She like not, she's not, she's not like the, like, she's not like the, the, the treasury secretary or anything like that. Oh my God. She's just okay. a lady. Not like the House of Lords kind of lady, just a, a yeah. woman who lives in England. So she's just, a, she's, ah, uh, here's the thing, you could go either two ways. You could do just kind of like woman that can be a lady, or you could do like someone with the, the sort of Shakespearean joie de vivre of Emma Thompson. I'm gonna say, I mean, fuck it, look, let's just bring in a ringer, right? We're just gonna bring in a ringer, fucking Nicole Kidman. Oh. Just bring in a ringer. Like you broke my brain because you know Nicole always gets an A plus from me. Exactly. Bring in the goat. Bring in the goat. Oh, wow. I think that Nicole Kidman would be very, Nicole Kidman would be very ill-suited for what Emma Thompson is doing in this movie. But if you got Nicole Kidman in Emma Thompson's role, that could be fun. That could be fun. Okay. America, you decide. Uh, you tweeted us. Call, us in, call in to 1-800-HHYMS. Vote yeah. your... <laughs> send your send your vote via text message uh, sponsored by Singular SMS. Wireless. Yeah. <laughs> um, Incredible. Okay, or, inter- or interact with our show on an avenue that we actually yes, have. Or, or, do a, or do a real, yeah, go on our real Instagram or our real Twitter or our real yeah, Facebook. Via that a thing exists. that still exists. Uh, yeah. Next is Colin Firth as Jamie. Jamie, what a name. And Colin Firth, yeah, he's a lot of good fucking British character actors. Huh? Barely scratched the surface. Oh, um. Might be an asshole. Yeah. Okay. She just, she just nodded. What? Hugh Grant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Next is Kira Knightley in 2003. 2003 Kira Knightley. As Um, Juliet. Not that the name really means anything. Wow, it's a good name though. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna go immediately where my head went, which is it kind of breaks it because she's not British, but like 2003 Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman. Yeah, no, that I would work. Like, I feel like Portman could. She could do I the accent. Like could, yeah, and yeah. She, I get those two like, people confused all of the time. It, you know, look, exactly. They look fairly similar. It would, it would work yeah and yeah no definitely and Kira knightley's kind of role in this movie is to the person who is in love with her it's just 
no, you're the best, coolest, like, like I see depth in you that no one else does. And you're so pretty and you're so much more than like what, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like, I think both you her and Portman. exactly. And I think yeah. both her and Natalie Portman play that really well. Yeah. Uh, they are very extremely intelligent, put together people who are also really pretty. Oh, um, oh, yeah. And then lastly, for the game is Liam Neeson as Daniel. Oh, 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 oh. I'm about to Google a picture of Liam Neeson. Cause I just like, I need I to I see need that to, like, forehead. I need to, I, yeah, I need to see his face. I need to like, I does need Daniel to see Daniel also you know? have a special set of skills? Oh, does he? I would imagine. <sighs> okay. Okay, okay. No, wait, I have an idea. I have an idea. It's insane. If you say you and McGregor. I... No, Caroline! <laughs> Person just physically recoiled. Multiple I'm just saying, feet. if you, I, another Scottish Jedi, go on. I was gonna say, is Pat one? you really? <laughs> Bring in someone to play like the son of Liam Neeson's character. It would be you and okay. Well, then that's out. That's out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have, I have an alternate that's just as okay. insane. I have an okay. alternate that is also true. That is more insane. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm thinking. Uh, look, he's in Taken. He can do action. He can beat guys up. Uh, fucking Keanu Reeves. <laughs> see him. Too. Okay. I think um, I think both of those choices are insane, especially for making this movie in two thousand three. Oh, yeah. Keanu is actually probably worse than. Um, well, so Ewan Ewan gets closer to what Liam Neeson is doing in this movie. The thing is, is a part of Liam's character is kind of that he is like grieving a little bit. So like. Oh, okay. Keanu, Keanu could do that. Keanu, Keanu could do it, but it's just well. so much more sad. Yeah, it's like really um, sad. Anyway, and then lastly, just for the context of this game. Okay. Oh wait, no, he was the last one, wasn't he? I mean, he so was Grand Conference. Yeah, that was five. That was five. So, uh, yes. Um, do you but want to fire to... through? Oh, sorry, you were about to do exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, just to give you a um a picture of the rest of this cast. And this is not everyone else, mm. um, but Martin Freeman as wait, John, wait, wait. Oh, Laura yeah. Linney John, as uh, Sarah. John Watson, you mean? Yeah, sure. Martin Freeman as John Watson. <laughs> Laura Linney as Sarah. <laughs> yep, um, Andrew Lincoln, who is Rick Grimes, as you mentioned, as Can Mark. I... And Chiwetel Ejiofor as Chiwetel. Peter. And, and Bill Nye as uh, Billy Mack. Billy Mack's a really good name. It's his character's it's name. Very and there's name. more. That's just what's on like the top screen on IMDb's desktop Shit. website. Two, two Chiwetels in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's good for us. Yeah. That's good for us. I think that's really all of the other like heavy hitters kind of looking down the cast, but like there's some other people you'll recognize. Oh, how could I forget this? Alan Rickman as Alan Harry. Rickman? Alan Harry Rickman. Potter, what a reversal. Yeah. 
Alan Rickman, Billy Bob Thornton is in it for just a Wait, the quickest whoa, moment. Okay. The quickest moment, which is He's very funny. When He's you the think least of, British man alive. Exactly. <laughs> when you think about this movie taking place in 2003, Billy Bob Thornton is especially funny. Yeah. Um, Rowan Atkinson in a cameo. Ooh. Um, and I think that is actually probably. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of good good Brits and also yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. And also Billy Bob Thornton. I was really hoping that you were going to ask for Andrew Lincoln because my immediate, I already had a response to that, which was John Hernthal. Because I'm like, just look. Oh, like, it's not going to yeah. be Rick from The Walking Dead. It's going to be, um, you know, the other guy from Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I think we are ready to go and so watch excited. Love Actually. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, uh, we will see you all after the break, after Carson, Corey, and I go and watch the film. And we are back. Jingle, jingling, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Merry all the way. We are it's here. Jingle. It is Christmas. We, much uh, <laughs> much like Liam Neeson's son's girlfriend, we are back from the UK. Back in America. UK. So She had his mother's name. <laughs> so Carson, um, yeah. we played Recast It. You had a very interesting cast, if I remember correctly. Yeah, We're going to get back to that in a second, but... Start, start us off. What did you think about Love Actually? What's going on with this movie? Why did that? Who? What? Why? Like, okay. The thing that I said basically every five minutes was I, I turned to my roommate and I said, why is this like this? <laughs> who made this choice? And why did they do it? I, this movie, okay, I, I'm going to be done because we're, we're going to talk about this more later, but I'm going to say this because I said this in the first half. The only things I've heard about this movie are like, it is amazing. I love it. Absolute staple, like holiday staple, great romantic comedy, or like it is dog shit. It is terrible. Like I despise it. And like, look, I'm going to come right out and say it. I am way more in the second camp. This, <laughs> I kind of fucking hate this. Like, as much as I gleaned quite a bit of enjoyment from this movie, I also kind of fucking hate it. Like I resent it for making me feel joy. But I also, <laughs> one of the reasons that I am so confounded by it is that there has never before been a movie that I dislike so profoundly that I like, I completely understand why people like it. And like, I can't even, because this was, again, I watched this with my roommate and she was like, oh yeah, it's great. Like, this is a classic. Her big thing, which I think was telling to me, was I had to watch it like five times before I started liking it. <laughs> but I, did, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, that's, I fair. that's true. Well, and I believe it is, this I is said like this. The, the reverse spring breakers. We are ending the way we began <laughs> because, like, that is maybe the only other movie this season that I can even begin to compare it to. That is a wild, um, a wild uh, comparison, but I'm yes. sure we'll get into that. I believe I said this in the first half, but when you said, um, when you said like everybody either thinks it's like the best, it's a staple, yeah. it's like you gotta watch it every year at Christmas, or like it's dog shit, I hate it, what a terrible movie. And I believe my response to that was, my take is, what if it's both? What if it's uh -huh. both? <laughs> you were and, enlightened, um, moderate, yes. And I think, I mean, I think it's one of those movies that we'll obviously get into this here in just a moment, but like, 
I think it is one of those movies that if you take it fully at face value and you're just like, no, like I can't like 100% earnestness. I cannot let one drop of cynicism like enter my brain while I watch this movie. I think it is a very, very, very wonderful little time. And if you think about it critically for eight seconds, you're going to just have a very bad time. Yeah. It's like like a drug trip. It's like whatever you bring into it's set and setting. It's whatever (laughs) you bring into it. This movie's like LSD. Can I, okay, also real quickly, I just want a couple of, can I do a couple of programming notes real quickly? Sure. Please. Programming note number one, I don't know as an audience if y'all can hear, I don't know if you guys can hear this right now, but this is, I have, my downstairs neighbors in my apartment, I have uh, never heard a peep out of. The only interaction I had with them, funnily enough, was one time a woman was, who I'd never seen before, was walking into the back door to my apartment and here's the thing about me is that I have very long legs and I walk very quickly. And I was also walking to the back door of my apartment. And so from her perspective, suddenly a large man that she had never seen before was just behind her. And so she was fucking terrified. And I had to do the like, no, 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 no. I live here. Like, <laughs> I know the code to get into the door. Like, I, I swear, I, I live upstairs. And yeah, so like, I totally understand if the people downstairs just hate me now, but I've never seen these people. I've never heard from them. They are currently having a raucous party downstairs. I don't know if anybody can hear it, but if you can, that's what it is. Not at all. I personally haven't heard a peep. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Number two, uh, it is a Friday night and, uh, we've all been drinking, right? Like this is, we're yeah, ending up yeah. the se- we're ending up the season like with a nightcap. This is yeah. how you not seen after yeah. dark. Like we've agreed Ooh. this is what it is because I can't think of a, but it's appropriate because I can't think of a way to speak about this movie, not under the influence of some kind of something like. <laughs> like yeah, no, for sure. It's for sure. what it demands. Oh, and programming note number three, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but I got a new, microphone yeah you and did. I, I i imagine i imagine it sounds so much better i'm upgrading my recording setup just you wait for season two it is going to be buttery smooth hell yeah it is carson logged right. on and i i immediately was like, like oh Whoa. you sound beautiful <laughs> well, i more so than usual beautiful. yeah uh-huh. i've listened to your i've Thank listened you. to your voice for 17 weeks now <laughs> multiple times a week yeah all right, anyway. let's 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 do the game. It was chaotic. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right. So the game was recast it. And yes, Caroline, it to refresh the audience, you picked sort of because uh, there is not really a top five build. You picked kind right. of the five it's biggest possible. names. So right. um I'm gonna go ahead and just read read uh read these. So first one up we have is Hugh Grant, uh Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Uh, person recast him with Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah, that works. It, Which I feel it, fine it works. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it fine. works. It works. Paul Bettany is a more realistic. Like, damn, that's the Prime Minister of England, right? I would there. believe like, he has Paul that Bettany royal stick up his ass. Yes, but like he is less of a Hugh Grant type. But yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. That one's all right. That one's. Where's like mannered and. As mannered and well put together and sort of classical as Hugh Grant usually plays, he is a fucking mess at this. He's such a fucking mess. He's like, he plays so, and I don't, this is not like a a classist insult or anything. I'm just saying based upon what I know about British politics, he plays so working class that it's kind of like 
incongruent with him being the prime minister like like caroline said you do kind of want paul bettany playing it a little posh to like right yeah um, which i think again i think is that's me playing into the fucking movie because the point of the movie is that it's like what if the prime minister was was just like, like us. What if, <laughs> yeah. but yeah i too could be the prime minister, the prime minister all you need to do is stand up to america <laughs> Hell yeah, I bet that fucking slayed in England in 2003. Oh yeah. We'll get there, but Billy, but when Billy Bob Thornton got out of the limo as the president, I was like, yep. I, I yep. stood on the couch and pointed at the television like a like an animal. Oh, all right. Next up, we have Emma Thompson as Karen. Uh, and Carson recast her with Nicole Kidman. Ooh. No. No. Yeah, I don't no. think so. <laughs> no. A much more unhinged performance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the way that in the way that like Emma Thompson for her entire career, I mean she was fucking Beatrice in uh mm-hmm. in Brian Oz Much Ado. Like in in Perfect. much Perfect. in much the um the way that she has gotten through her entire career by being like I am angry, everything sucks, mm. but I'm holding it in and you're not going to see me crack, goddammit. Nicole Kidman's whole thing is, I'm going to have seven screws loose and you're going to see every one of them rattling I'm around in there. made of cracks. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm Humpty Dumpty. Like, yeah, Emma Thompson, I just, I just want a movie where fucking, I mean, it'll certainly never happen now, RIP, but I just, why... I want the movie to be about her and Alan Rickman being a couple. Like that is right, way right. more yeah. compelling to me as just a pitch than anything that happens in this movie. But yeah, okay, go on. Next one. I, last thing. Uh, no, I'm gonna edit that out. Just kidding. I was gonna make okay. a joke. Uh, Emma Thompson could do the AMC intro, but Nicole Kidman could <gasps> do Love Actually. How dare you? How dare you, sir? The movies are where we go. I disagree, um, I disagree so hard. I disagree so hard. I think so I, much of the juice of the reason why people like the a, the AMC Nicole Kidman bumper so is that weird. it makes absolutely no, no sense that someone as unhinged as Nicole Kidman would sit there like like starry-eyed watching Creed and La La Land. Um, oh, it's, oh. They did the one where Vin Diesel just sits there and goes, movies. And everybody was like, <laughs> that was fucking weird. And they said, you think that's fucking weird? Right. Hey, Nicole, get in here. Oh. No, yes. In the way that like sort of last week we were talking about, um, about shit, I don't even remember. Yeah. I had a, I had a, I had an analogy, but then I forgot it. Oh. So. Um, la- last thing on that super quickly, and then I'll do the next recast it. I think you'll both really appreciate this. Um, Mackenzie and I went to go see Tick, Tick, Boom at Marcus Crosswood Cinema, which is a movie theater. It's not oh, wonderful. Is it good? Right. Uh, it is perfect. I can talk I about that movie it. for hours. It's so good. It. Watch it. Um, but there was a Nicole Kidman-esque thing there. That <gasps> theater is a movie tavern. Um, and it, so it was Nicole Kidman, like that idea, but it was the CEO of the, of like the movie theater franchise. And he was just like reclined in a recliner (laughs) and had four (laughs) workers around him, like handing him candy and popcorn and talking about how excited he was to be back at the movies. And I was like, oh, you don't get this. You did not understand the assignment. Good, sir. (laughs) 
I love Nicole Kidman and I know I, I tweeted about this a while back, but like there is a 100% chance that AMC, like, you know, they're, they're going to let this run for like maybe like a year, maybe two. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh my God, people really love this thing. And they're just going to do another one. And it's not going to be nearly, nearly no, it's as gonna insane. Be absolutely, yeah, and yeah. like, everybody's going to be like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's going like, to be like, I want to watch SNL Paul Rudd tell me version. like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yes. it's like, I don't give a shit if Paul Rudd's, stoked to be watching green book (laughs) (laughs) well no he'd be stoked to watch ghostbusters afterlife in theaters is that even still in theaters did anyone go see ghostbusters afterlife not a single fucking person did i don't think um okay Okay, next one all right colin firth uh who plays jamie okay yes person cheated and recast him with hugh grant no i fucking hate it yeah i hate it i hate it i I hate hate it. it too Colin Firth, again, he, I think that that storyline is maybe the one that I was like, all right, that is the closest this movie has come to just like, oh, we made a 20 minute short film and it kind of works. And I I was like, almost in like, like this fucking close to being enchanted by it. And so, yeah, no, get, get you out of there. Fuck fuck me for even saying that. Like, no. I think it's interesting that that's that that's the one that that's your favorite. Um, but we'll go on and we can talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, because uh, right, I have next, a thing with that. But yeah, next on. next up we have Kira Knightley as Juliet. Uh, again, I think this is a little bit of a cheat, but uh, you picked Natalie Portman. Look, it works as well as fucking anything because she's not a character. She's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and you're right. You, yeah. Put, fu- fucking recast with Paul Bano. Fucking put Denzel Washington in there. It doesn't matter. Like it. Yeah, it, it would be <laughs> the same. She's nothing. Yeah. She she no, sits yeah. there and looks starry eyed at Andrew Lincoln. It's nothing. Yeah, hard retweet. Yeah. Um. All right. Last up, we have Liam Neeson who plays Daniel. This one's my favorite. I went back and forth. This one's my favorite storyline. Uh, and even my second. Carson recast him as either uh, Ewan <laughs> McGregor or Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. Keanu's actually kind of got some juice. Keanu is Keanu is 15 years too early. He is. Yeah. If you made this movie now and it was Keanu Reeves, it would be well, it'd be so much sadder. Yeah. Like Do it would be like movie it'd be this. actually very, very sad. Not that not that the Liam Neeson version isn't sad, but it would be like morose if it was Keanu. Um, I mean, I don't know, like Ewan McGregor at the time, maybe a little bit young, young, but like he's way too young. But like he, he could it. do it. He could do it. Right. Now he could do it. Like yeah. yeah. Is this what John McFive is gonna be? <laughs> what is the one with Mel son? Gibson? <laughs> well, yeah. The fourth one is like at the end, he I don't know, he finds a kid, and then the fifth one's like he has to with the kid he has to teach the kid how to love he's got a dog a kid. <laughs> well it's because the kid they keep doing the, the 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 trope that you expect is the kid keeps being like come on turn me into a trained killer like you like we're being chased by assassins you need to teach me how to use a gun and stab a guy with a knife and he's just like no <laughs> you need to learn, to learn to play the drums <laughs> yes learn to play the drums the only way that you can be as good of a killer as me is if you learn how to love your wife as hard as i did <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. 
Exactly. That was a, uh, I believe, an ambulance or a fire truck just drove by my house. I, I'm sorry, I thought that was the party underneath person, and I was like, what are these people getting into? <laughs> that would be now, based wild. upon what I'm hearing, they've been listening to the same song for about the last 40 minutes. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, so that's recast it. Let's okay. recast it. Uh, kind of breaks the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Just like get just like my big ones out like my big yeah. like this like, is the give me okay. your takes give me okay. your takes because the the most like iconic thing from this movie is andrew lincoln with the fucking poster board which is the scene that fuck now that. everybody is just like that's dumb we hate it fuck that fuck that yeah. fuck that guy fuck that side plot fuck kira knightley fuck andrew lincoln she would tell hey we just talked about she would tell i i talked about my opinions about she would tell that guy can do no wrong he's so good and guess what he gets fucking shafted in this movie. Poor Chiwetel. Fuck that. The yeah. movie should have been about him. Do a remake, and it's Chiwetel, and it's Keanu, and it's a kid, and they're just, you know, chilling. That's what I <laughs> So fuck that scene. Fuck that side plot. I hate it. It's so bad. It is one of the um, worst ones. Yeah, definitely. So bad. That, okay, that one's my bottom. Second bottom, I'm literally, okay, you know what? This movie fucking sucks. You know this movie fucking sucks? Because it's a romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> I knew, like, I was not this hot when I, like, hot about it when I was watching the movie. I knew when we started talking about it, I would be. I had to pull up. Look at this. I had to pull, because I watched this, like, five days ago. I can't fucking remember all this shit. I had to pull up a little chart of all (laughs) the people and all their side plots so that I could even begin to remember. Where Uh, go? Screenshot that and send that to me. Yes. Yes, I will. It is from Lemonly.com. I don't know what that does, but shout out Lemonly.com. Um, I'm sending this to you right now, Corey. Um, second least favorite side plot, the, 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 the catering dude and his friend. Again, I actually kind of felt bad for the friend because that guy was just like, stop. Like, don't. Like, why are you trying to do a reverse Euro trip? Like, what? Like, just don't. And like, I kept expecting, I don't, again, because it's like the movie never did anything good for me. It's like, it was like, you know, it was a bad relationship I was having with this movie where it kept hurting me and I expected the movie to do something good and it never did. But I kept expecting it to be like, oh yeah, this guy's stupid. Like, don't do that. Like, you're being dumb. Don't, like, what a dumb guy in his 20s. And then he goes to America and as soon as he gets there, he just gets to it's like but Kristen isn't that isn't that the magic of Christmas no it's (laughs) it's not isn't that the American dream it it, it really does feel like it was this movie trying to because this movie's coming after America real hard it does it almost feels like it's trying to be like a satire of American like like Euro trip, like American fucking sex comedies, but like it is so God. I mean, everything in this movie is incongruous, but it's so incongruous with the rest of the movie that it just doesn't play. It is played hundred percent fucking straight. Like it's like, why does it happen? So that one sucked. Can I, I, can I jump that. in? I yes, want to jump in here really please, fast. Uh, please. While we were watching, uh, when the three women walked up to him in the bar, uh, my wife Mackenzie was like, "Oh, this is this is all going to be a dream. This is a yeah, dream. Something, yeah." Which makes it 
and like if, if you think about that scene playing out as like the the oh brother where art thou the women who are in the river like yes. that scene becomes infinitely more interesting and like there are a hundred different variations but i was like oh. we got 20 minutes past that scene and i was like oh we're not going back that was no. that was it that, that wasn't was a dream that was just seem at the end and that's the Corey, whole thing you and your wife had never seen this either yeah no never seen this movie wow we got 20 minutes in and she's like, I don't give a shit about any of these people. And I was like, it'll get better. And then it didn't really. It, it kind of did. <laughs> really did not like this movie. It was pretty spectacular. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. Anyway, Carson, go ahead. Okay. Yes, Let continue. I'm continue. looking at my chart. I'm looking at my chart for more to call out. I just want to uh, say this Christmas season is a bloodbath. It is a bloodbath. In we, terms of us just not caring for the for uh I didn't say christmas faves i also would argue that the holiday is not a christmas movie like it's if you, barely it, it's if a you christmas movie. okay i damn it i'm glad you said that because yeah. i meant to say that too it's just like yeah. it's just like at least love actually is a christmas movie like it has christmas yeah. vibes out That's the fair. wazoo yeah. where the holiday is just kind of like i don't know why are they switching houses? Because it's Christmas. I don't give a fuck. Like, like what do you Kinda want? An explanation for what's going on? A... Fine. It's Christmas, you I bitch. Made, I made like, the joke last week. It's more of a New Year's Eve movie. It it kind yeah, of is. Like, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. All right. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, uh, the, the what? Okay. Look. It's usually, I reserve this for the Patreon. So if this is the kind of thing that you like, I guess go... This is the worst advertisement for the Patreon of all, all time. Oh God. But we gotta, we gotta look. I thought we had sworn it off when we left Halloween. When we got out of October, we got to leave Horny Island. We got out of Horny Jail. <laughs> but we need to. I'm sorry. I need to I need to check myself back into Horny Jail very, very, very briefly. I swear to God. What what sort of pornography was Martin Freeman shooting? Because I've I could no, not wasn't they're not shooting porn. They're not was shooting that porn. not what it was? No, no, they are they are they are body doubles for like real actors like doing like 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 studio film shoots. So like the crew can get the lighting and all of that stuff right. Like and like the lighting and the camera angles and all that stuff, right? For like the hot, horny sex scenes, without making like, because he says at one point, like, "Oh, I was a body double for Brad Pitt in like one thing, in like a movie." And so it's like, so it's like when you get to the day and Brad Pitt shows up on set, you don't have to have Brad Pitt stand around naked for three hours while you get your light. Okay, okay well, here's the thing: I definitely miss that, and my roommate, who again, as she said, has seen this like eight times, <laughs> definitely said, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doing porn," and the joke is that it's porn. And I spent oh, the entire no. time yeah. being like, what the hell kind no, no, of No, 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 no. The, the, <laughs> the joke is. I mean, I, it, is I, the I most, did, it makes way yes. more sense to me now. Yeah. The joke is that it's, that it's them being like very like polite and business courteous yes. while as like. They're simulating sex. They're not yeah. having actual sex. They're simulating sex. Yeah. As they're okay. very, as they're very disheartenedly like thrusting on one another and just being like, is this okay for you? Yes. Okay. Is it okay like, when I'm touching like a, a breast you on a page? Yes. Yeah, just like just like anyway. So like where are you going for dinner today? Like, like yeah. the joke is that it's a very compromised situation in and which that is they a are. F- look, and that's a fine joke. Honestly, if that was like a fucking like whitest kids you know sketch, gangbusters. Real yeah. good. Again, in the course of this movie, every time it came up, 
I was like, this is objectively funny, but it's also breaking my brain. Like we can't do, we can't fucking go from like Liam Neeson's wife is dead to this. Like we just can't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't play. My okay. weirdest take from this movie is that that yeah. was my set. that was my second favorite subplot and like only edged out by Liam Honestly, Neeson and his son at the fair. very very end. Fair, Ooh. fair. Liam Neeson and his son, like a few of the subplots in this, almost worked for me because let me tell you, Liam Neeson and fucking um, the guy who Jojen Reed from Game of Thrones. Yes, they they had some they had some good dad son chemistry. It was good. Like that was yeah. good, like. Yeah. It, it was, and it was the universal thing I had with this movie where it was almost charming enough to make me forget about how just bananas off the wall it was. Like, it was like, and it's, they wrote this movie and they, they had like, oh, these two actors, like they're really giving it, this dialogue is very poppy. It's going to work. We got these big name people. And they just still felt the need to be like, and the girls that he's pining after is the same, has the same name as his dead mother. And like, <laughs> and who's Liam Neeson talking to? Oh, that's right. His sister, Emma Thompson, who's Karen, who's in a totally different part of this movie. Who's, so, so here's the thing. So what? So Liam Neeson is also, is the brother also of the prime her and the brother. prime minister yeah but i guess <laughs> i don't think there's ever a scene where liam neeson is like yes which again you would think the old like it would i don't know i guess it it wouldn't but it would come up that like liam neeson be like oh yes the, like it would be on the news like the prime minister's brother is i don't know it's just like here's the thing about this movie is that it's fucking confounding it is it it makes me feel like I've, I've, yo, I just got checked out of horny jail. I'm out. I'm free. I'm walking. They gave me my, <laughs> like, I got everything I brought into oh. horny jail. They gave it back to me. I'm wearing a really old suit now. And I feel like I want to go back in. I want them to put me in a straight jacket because when I think about this movie, it makes me feel like I'm about to unravel at the seams. Go back to horny jail, baby. That's the, that's the that's part of the point of the movie. I basically could last week during the holiday, if we talked about Kate Winslet a little bit more, I could have done horny jail. <laughs> That's what we, that's what we texted about before where was it? we were texting it and we were arguing which of these two movies is hornier. And I was like, I think holiday is hornier, but that's maybe just a me. I think, I think love actually is way hornier. It's way horny in a way hornier. that I don't like though. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's offensively horny. Like all the horniness <laughs> in this movie really annoys me. Like, I don't like it. Uh, see in the holiday it's just like jude law's like i'm daddy and i'm like yep this is cool i like this like this is horny in a way that i can really stomach uh, oh it uh, this this thing's it's so it's just um oh, we haven't talked I, I, no i was just gonna produce a, a skosh and get Please. us back to a conversation um, yes we haven't talked much about Emma Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman. I feel like that's the one we haven't yes. really pulled apart. What did you... Right. That and lest we forget uh, Bill Nye and his manager. Okay, that was oh, my favorite one. Yes. Yeah, that, that one was, was really favorite. fun. That one, I love that, that one, one so much. That one is just 100%. I like it and it's fun. And every time Bill Nye was on screen, I was like, fingers. yep. I'm yeah. Oh. in my toes. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's the beginning. Of the, it's. Be, I mean, it's not the beginning. The beginning, the beginning is the airport the shots. hugh grant 9-11 model <laughs> yeah this yes, is a 9-11 movie oh my god i uh, i hated it I hate, this truly is i'm gonna make a joke for our our two british listeners 
truly is Blair's Britain, you know, like really. Wow. 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 I don't even know if that joke really works, but. I think we have more than two listeners in the United Kingdom, but. Oh, I don't know. But the, um, we're the... 198th in Ireland, so. But the, there you go. Exactly. How we so are. That's, that's we charted in Ireland, That's baby. at least one in Ireland. But the, because it starts with that Bill Nighy bit, it, it almost convinced me like, oh man, this movie's going to be good. Like, yeah, I like mm-hmm. that bit. No, I like the bit and I love too. Like they they really nail the like we're phoning in a Christmas song that's kind of a bop, but also if you think about it for four seconds, it's terrible. Yeah. Yes. I just think they really nail the um the the holiday Christmas tune that we're all familiar with, which is like I'm a famous person and I wrote a song that's technically Christmas and like I've tricked you into thinking it's a bop, but if you mm-hmm. actually listen to it, it's terrible. Like yeah it is absolutely the case his his thing's always fun like it's always because it's so much lower stakes than every single other side plot like it it can always just stay in the like fun joke zone right well and i don't know i guess it's like the the body replacement one does too but that is just so out of sorts yeah. And I mean, I think it's one of those things where um, on a societal level, we talked, I talked about this on the Spider-Man episode where it's like on a societal level, tropes can be problematic and give you insight into problems yeah. with the society. But like in individual films, most of the times, like in a single instance, it's fine. Yeah. Um, people cannot get enough of the... Um, of the there's all of these romantic plot lines going on but then there's also two buddies who tell each other that they love each other joke <laughs> like that is such a thing where she's like it's just like yeah. and then two male guys who aren't gay they're just friends for the first time in their 30 year history <laughs> <laughs> care about one another dudes don't say shit like that just doesn't happen and i do just love uh bill and bill and his manager they're just they're just guys being dudes they're they're truly they're the most guys being dudes. it's crazy because the i don't even know the names of the actors but the guy who goes to america they're like they're trying to be guys being dudes but they they never get there they wish they wish they They wish they fucking wish they were guys being dudes but back to alan rickman and emma thompson yes yes so this was, and again, just to spotlight, because I do, th- again, I said it at the beginning, I'm, I'm shitting all over this movie because it, it enraged me in a really odd way, which I, I don't think is like an individual reaction. It sounds to me like that happened a bit to Corey. I've heard it, other people describe it in this way. It's not just me. But I have the other side where she fucking loves that movie. And particularly, she loves that side plot. And I will admit, it is, again, one of those moments where it's like Emma Thompson is so good that you almost forget that everything going on is so fucking paper thin that like no absolutely absolutely and I think I wanted to bring this up last week but I didn't want to like you know I didn't because we we saved the movie we're doing next week till the end of the episode and that episode was about the holiday. This These are weirdly, weirdly similar movies. We accidentally exactly. made two. Well, kind of, I think yeah. I think that was pretty purposeful, but uh, but not given that, like I don't know, there were similarities that I was not aware of. Right. Yes. But I mean, I like I mentioned it last week about how like 
Jude Law and Kate Winslet like really elevate like their material in that movie. Um, and it's like the thing is, is like how many Oscar nominations do you think you could tally up among this cast? Yeah. Oh, stupid. Because there's a lot. Oh yeah. And like that's the thing is it's like this movie is very thinly written overall, and it's kind of just like. I don't know, there's a guy, and he loves this girl, but she's married, so I don't know, what the fuck does he... He writes some signs and goes to her, I don't know, what do you want from me? You know what I mean? Like, I came up with the premise, <laughs> what more do you need? Like, <laughs> You know, it's it's very much, like, it's a, a very thinly written film, but I think that, like, the caliber of acting of this cast, again, like, Emma Thompson has worked with this, you know is a renowned Shakespeare actor, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Alan Rickman is, was one of the most, you know, was one of the most celebrated character actors, like of the latter half of the 20th century, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, you have Colin Firth who probably has been nominated for three or four Oscars, you know, like you have all of these people who like are very, 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 very good actors. And, they're not really playing anything like ironically or cynically or tongue in cheek. And so like to that end, I think if you can shut your brain off and just trust that Colin Firth is actually in love with this woman and like that there's nothing actually problematic going on, I think you can, I think you can, I personally kind of enjoy this movie. I, I Yeah. And that is the thing about it is that it is, it's charming. It is so fun. It just really like, it's trying so fucking you know in in the way that like you know it's a thing in some romantic comedies it's a thing um in real life people will talk about where it's like you know I didn't uh I don't really like this person but there's something attractive about how much they want me to like them you know like oh man well you know they're just trying so hard and there is something attractive about that Mm -hmm. this movie is that it is like it is just it really fucking my letterbox review was this movie is a fever dream that desperately wants you to like it like it, (laughs) it just needs so badly for you to it's like what do you like? Do you like complex? Like you, oh, y'all, you guys enjoyed Pulp Fiction and fucking Go and shit in the 90s, right? Like, what if we did that? But like times four, hey, you guys like romantic comedies and also sex comedies and also like romantic dramas. What if we did all of them two times? Like, hey, you guys like fun exotic locations let's do all of them hey you like triumphant scenes where at the end of the movie there's a grand crescendo and everyone in a room claps because love has happened like let's do that (laughs) five times in a row like Uh, and there's something about that that is kind of strangely attractive it is like fucking it's it's uh, okay this movie to me it really thinks that it's like like we are the world, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to get everyone together and we're going to bring everyone together and just uplift everyone's spirits. But what it actually is, is fucking Gal Gadot being like, let's fucking beginning of the pandemic, let's sing Imagine Me. <laughs> 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 and it's okay. All right, you Grant, come out and you do your thing. And he's like, uh, well, um, uh, oh, imagine, uh, you know, and it's, 
I think it's a little bit better than that. It's better than that. Right. That is maybe but the no. worst thing I've ever no. seen in my entire life. Like legitimately, <laughs> that is apocalyptically bad and still is a year and a half later. But like, I didn't watch that until a year after it came out. Like I didn't watch it. When it first came out. <laughs> that must have made it even stranger. It was wild. Yeah, it's so weird. But uh, yeah, it it just I appreciate I appreciate the attempt. I do. Like there is part of me that like I I. I kind of, I can't fault this movie for like almost getting me. Like, oh man, you almost got me. A couple of times there, you got so close. But like, uh, it just never does. I like Colin. I like the Colin Farrell. Can I tell you why I like the Colin Farrell subplot? First, why, like yes. almost, the, the Colin Firth, Jesus, that, that is also a different movie. The Colin Firth subplot, why it like also almost works for me. Is that like, and again, in the movie, because it's, again, paper thin and there's like no background, it becomes the most like secretly terrible thing of all time if you think about it for a second. But like, right. just the idea of two people that speak entirely different languages falling in love, I don't know, that's a trope that always kind of gets me. It's always kind of like, yeah, huh. Like, I don't know, that always just makes me think. I'm like, how would, what if you had to communicate solely, just, you know, without words, like you had to find other ways. And that I know is kind of like romantic to me. And it, and then again, it's the end scene is like in a better movie where there was actually time in which to explore these characters. And they were like given a level of nuance and depth. Him leading a crowd full of people through the streets to go like propose marriage would be the most triumphant thing of all time. Like in a beautiful old, old Portuguese town, but it's not. It's fucking weird if you think about it for a second. He knew this woman for a couple of months and never spoke a word to her and is like, let's get married. Correct. Yeah. I think that. Oh, sorry, I'm going to jump in again. One of the. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, no, please. I had a thought while we were talking that I would watch three or four of these as entire movies. If, if yeah. not full movies, shorts. Oh, but yeah. Like, if you were to stretch some of these stories out, I I would I, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. But I mm-hmm. think because it's so weird yeah. and and, and yeah. packed, I, I had a lot of issue. I had a lot of trouble with it. But but you're absolutely correct. The Colin Fur, yeah, the the whole last scene of him is fucking. It's beautiful. I love it so much. It's really pretty. And then again, it ends, and then you're just like, wait a second, what? I want to watch all huh? of that one. Yeah, I want to watch a whole movie of that. And also, I think that one also works because it is the least interconnected with everything else. Right. And at the beginning, the interconnections, I was like, okay, this is how we tie the story together. And by the end, I was so tired. I was just so worn out by trying to keep in my head, like, oh, Emma Thompson is the prime minister's brother, but also Liam Neeson is Emma Thompson's brother. So Liam Neeson is the prime minister's brother, but... They're at the airport coming back at the same time that the caterer who is at the wedding for Chiwetel. And, and, and it's just like, it just gets, it, it, it tuckers you out. Like this movie really puts you into kind of a nappy zone. Like it does. Unless, and hear me out here. Okay. Unless you don't fucking think about it. And there is... about the holiday, and I feel like you thought really hard about this. The is holiday. the thing as soon as you and I were talking the whole it's the thing I wanted to talk about all of the episode last week was like it's weird that love actually is the one that you can turn your brain off for. I know, I know. Well, yes. and, and, no, but this I is mean, the difference between the two of us, I guess, right? Well, and I mean, I think too, where it's like, I mean, this one goes so hard, and I will so always, I will always. 
always have like a soft spot in my heart for just fucking effort whereas like i think the holiday is so just like no like we're cool like like there's some cool people going to cool places like they're gonna fall in love maybe like you want to see that i'm just kind of like i don't know do i and then (laughs) you saw school of rock you like jack black right (laughs) right because in the whole movie the whole movie of the holiday is they're just like they're just like do you want to see that and i'm just like I don't know. Do I want to see that? Like, I don't know. Do you want to see that? I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to see that? Love actually is like, you want to see all these goddamn stories about love coming together at Christmas, don't don't you? you? You're like, I don't know. Do I? And it's like, it's like, yes. Like, you sit down and you watch how Yuletide merriment brings us all together. And it's like, okay, I will. And then by the end, I'm just kind of like, well, that was nice. Whoa, take it easy, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hey. Oh yeah, this this movie is a mess. I don't know. I I just we haven't uh, talked about Laura Linney at all either. That's another subplot that almost got me. That like it was this. It was this fucking because again, it was like man, the idea of this is. I think that that was the best premise of any of them. That was the most like that is an interesting character drama to explore. It's a good subversion of romantic comedy tropes. Linny plays the shit out of it, but it's it's shoved in between fucking a billion other things, and it's like, oh, Laura Linney knows Andrew Lincoln, and also knows fucking Alan Rickman, and works at the company that he's at, and so we can. And her first scene, like, it's it's just so exhausting. Like, give me the give me the movie where it's just that, and it's like Alan Rickman is the you know, is the boss that's kind of giving her advice. And that's the only thing he's got to do as a character. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just Alan, and it's, you know, it's it's a fucking acclaimed character actor, Alan Rickman, just absolutely just shooting three-pointers the entire movie, being like a, you know, just yeah. doing that. But it, yeah, I know. I, I like her room. I like her apartment. Something about her apartment and the fact that she has to go clean it first, mm-hmm. that really got me. I don't know. That felt really true to life. Uh, but it just I think this movie is um, infinitely more frustrating because so much of it is mm. just on the cusp of working yeah it's right, right. there it's right. no I, I feel that I feel that yeah it's right there mm. yeah and I mean I think too that like this is one where um, kind of like you said Carson with your roommate where it's like it's like well I didn't really like it until my fifth time watching it. She, it's like that thing. She where, was clear. She was like the first time I watched it, I did not like like I actively disliked right. it. And then five times it, and hey, I don't know. Maybe I'll get to your point. I I feel like if I watched it another four times over the course of the next ten years, I would get to the point where if someone had it on the back, I'd be like, oh yeah, I can, yeah, I can vibe like, on this, like no, whatever. And it is that thing where like. I watched this for the first time several years ago at Christmas. And it was one of those things where it's like, I was home for the holidays and like, whatever. And like, you see it on like, it's cause it's, it is all over the place for the it's holidays. So, it's always on cable. It's yeah. always on Netflix. Although PBS I have a bone to pick with Netflix because it was, it's been on Netflix for the last like nine Christmases and they took it off this year, those bastards. So I had to spend $4 to watch it on Amazon. That's another um, thing. I was mad. I had to spend money on this. <laughs> I resented it a little bit more for that too. But um, it is one of those things where like, 
if you watch this movie and not even like, oh my God, like everyone get the popcorn, like we got to sit down and watch Love Actually. Mm -hmm. But it is one of those movies where it's like, it's like, you'll be at home. It'll be December 16th. And you'll just be like, okay, like, oh, like Love Actually is on Netflix. I'm kind of in the Christmas mood. Like that's a Christmas movie, like you throw it on. And like you do that every year for like four or five years. And then you just kind of turn your brain off and you're like, because of the modern Christmas movies, this one is very vehemently about Christmas in a it way is, that a yeah. lot of contemporary quote unquote Christmas movies are not. Yeah. Yeah. Like this movie is very much like the holidays that bring people together. <laughs> like that is where you will find love is at Christmas. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of, of like an anti Shane black movie. It's like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. It is just one of those things where it's like, you just kind of turn your brain off and you're just like, oh, okay, we're back to the Alan Rickman. Like, we're back to the Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson scheme. Well, he's a dick for doing what he does and fuck that. But I know they're going to make up at the end. And like, I get some good Emma Thompson acting out of it. So like, cool. Like, yeah. I know how, the, I know where this is going to go. Yeah. I, yeah. If I did know, if I didn't have the every five minutes I, I verbally said what is going on when there was like a right. new person connected to another person thing. If that was not there, I wouldn't, I don't think that I would like it, but it would be a much easier watching experience. It would be more digestible at the very least. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, they so should, they should do a sequel and they should call it love. Definitely. That's pretty good. That's and they should pretty just good. continue all the stories and then add like seven more stories. Well, and what they should do four hours long is they should do what um, they should do the uh, the Beauty and the Beast live action remake. Oh god, playbook where it's like they go on fucking they go on fucking Tumblr and see everybody's like critique of the movie and, and throw it. in a line about actually here's why it wasn't weird that Colin Firth like thought he fell in love with a woman who he had never spoken a word to actually like, not the whole problematic was... that the prime <laughs> yeah. minister is dating his, his maid <laughs> like yeah. yeah which is honestly very strange coming only like six years after like Clinton Lewinsky it's so weird but it, I guess it is... also a thing but I guess also maybe they're attacking it from the standpoint of like kind of how they lampoon America a couple times. They're just like, whereas like the American president is going to get involved with, in sex scandal. Like Hugh Grant is going to be very kind and go visit her on Christmas Eve. It is <laughs> like, really <laughs> odd. That the, the, the Billy Bob Thornton did, thing did play oddly to me. And maybe I, I'm fully It is weird. It, it's it is super weird. It's, it is, it is almost, it is almost making fun of Bush. That's the thing I was going to say, yeah. is it's so close to being a Bush thing, it's but like, they're it's like, doing the Clinton Lewinsky thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is very much like the last two American presidents sucked. And it is, it is yeah. very much the Bush, like, I mean, I guess yeah, Clinton, fucking... I guess Clinton was also like a silver haired, like a silver haired <sighs> Southern, Southern dude. But um, it very much has the thing of like, when they're talking about, because they never, you know, they never get into what it is that America wants and what it is that the British wants. It, it's kind of fighting a confounding over. way, in a way that, like, I was like, can we stop talking around shit? Right, because like, this movie wants to be second. so, like, so crowd-pleasing that it's like, okay, yeah, we can't we fucking can't say the war. Anything. Like, we, we can't say that America wants help in the yeah. war because some people here support the war. Like, we can't say it's, like, an oil thing because some people here are, yeah. like, environmentalists. They yeah. don't want to, like, they don't want us to get involved in, like, 
bad mm-hmm. shit. So it's just it's just like America wants a thing, and England does not want that thing. Yes. And God <laughs> damn it, we stood up to the Americans. We used to be a gr- we, and and then the Prime Minister gives a speech where he's like, you know what? We also used to be a major colonial power, and and let me tell you, uh... <laughs> and which is so funny because <laughs> it's, so it's funny like it's, it's like, like everyone in the room is like. <gasps> Oh, I guess America no longer leads the world anymore. America is no longer the most prominent global superpower. And I mean, it it is that thing of like of like, okay, is this is this aspirational or is this propaganda? I have no you idea. know, what I, I mean? really want to talk like, to like a British because I do think it, I I fully believe it's one of those things where it's like there is a cultural difference and like a British person could read that better. Because I'm thinking like the only thing I really like in terms of comedy that I know about Blair. Like the joke with him and Bush is that's like he's Bush's lapdog. Like he'll just do whatever Bush tells him to. So it right, feels right. almost like are they doing it? Right. Like, well, and it and it's like that know. thing with like and I mean Carson, you wrote a fucking master's thesis on this, yes, so yes, you yes, can you can you can maybe <laughs> not. Talk it wasn't very good, but yes, 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 I did. But you you passed and you got the piece of paper, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> yes, I did. But it is that he thing. He says choking like, on his beer. <laughs> He says choking on his beer while doing his independent movie podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it is that thing of just like, you know, it's it's always the question with like political satire. If you don't. And I mean, even if you do take a hard line stance, it's like, it's like, okay, is this like, is this showing what we should be doing aspirationally? Mm-hmm. Or is this propaganda yeah. saying like, Saying like, no, don't worry. If America ever did overstep like crazy, we would stand up to them, and we do every day. Or is it that thing of just like Tony Blair should fucking stand up to America like Hugh Grant? Keep calm and carry on. This is the British characters that we would put them back in their place. Those uncivilized Americans, yes, right. And so, and the answer is kind of like I don't fucking know. Like maybe they're going for one, and it's satire, so it's kind of landing in the middle. But it is that thing though of just like Billy Bob is like clearly supposed to be bush but like everyone's everyone's joke about bush is that he was a fucking bubbling idiot um like that was that's always been the like caricature of bush so billy like, bob's when, a little bit too cool yeah when billy like, bob is like, very cool, cool like up and like, up exactly. until he almost assaults the woman but he's like very cool in this right movie. exactly yeah and, it, and like that's the thing it's, it's like it is very much he is probably supposed to be bush because of the era that it is but also it's just like it is all of the everything else is clinton so yeah, yeah. it's but i mean republicans and democrats what's the difference am i right <laughs> pop is me shooting my air guns and i am i am i am coming closer to that position. socialist air guns up into the air <laughs> i'm coming closer and closer to that position every day but i'm not quite there yet no, i'm not no. quite there but i'm it's, it's... <laughs> It's it's my I I work with a person, um, be very vague who once was just talking. I don't know. We were just talking about like I don't know. It's all propaganda. It's all the powerful just going up against the weak. And then somebody was talking about like, oh yeah, man, that's why I don't vote. And he's like, well, you gotta fucking vote. Like right. Jesus Christ. Like you, you gotta, gotta vote, and then you gotta vote, complain man. about the people. Yeah, you compl- and then you complain like, about what you gotta you do. For like that's how democracy works. Like come on. Like you gotta but- yell and kick and scream, but also like hand in your hand in your fucking work it'll take 10 minutes just like 10 fucking seconds just like it doesn't um, even matter if the answer is right just do the homework <laughs> and hand it in. 
Um, okay, I'm done talking about this movie. Can we talk about something else right now? I would love to. I'm fucking please. done talking about this movie. I have nothing else. I, do, I, I could talk about this movie for another two hours, but we're not going to do it. I don't right. want to do it. I'm done. Yeah. I do this, love actually this movie, but like I understand. I, I, I understand I, uh, wholeheartedly. I just give it five Christmases. Give it five more Christmases. Return Christmas, to it in five Christmases. Christmases. I will watch no. it every year for the next five years. Here's Christmas twenty twenty six. You're gonna be really charmed. You I'm made honest. reference to this at the end of the last episode. You're like, you you're a straight man who's dated multiple women. How have you not watched this? It's the thing. I'm I'm gonna get at some point into a relationship with a woman that like loves this movie, and I'm gonna have to watch it every Christmas. And I don't know, maybe that'll be the thing that does it. Yeah, yeah. I'll report back. I don't know. Um, okay, but, okay, wait, one last thing is that a, a, a funny joke is to put a different punctuation at the end of the name of this movie <laughs> and just say it, because it's love, actually, or love, actually, and you, just, you, do, you, you can do that forever. It's fun. Yeah, the actually is not is not clarifying the word love. Yes, it's, yes, it's... yes, yes. It's a good grammar joke. Yes. So this is the end of the season. Thank you, everyone, who has listened through this. We are yeah, coming thank back you so much. Uh, next year. We're taking a little bit of time off. And we're coming back next year with a new season of, I really, we've some good ones. I'm excited. We're like, really straight up, season. straight up. Like, list. I will say, I was, we've, we've done the show a couple of times. I think technically this is yeah. the fourth season we've created. Yes. yes. Our first season with our beautiful producer, Corey, who is incredible and really I swear to God, lifting is the this only shit reason. into new heights. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the only reason <laughs> we made it all the way to the end of 2021 because um, he is actually fucking incredible. Um, Corey, like, <laughs> I might cry. So Thank you both so much. I love like, doing this more than anything. Corey, I cannot, I cannot tell you how much you have yeah, like elevated just like the fact that the show exists. Um, we couldn't have done it without you. And I, I truly, truly mean that. Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much, man. This is the fourth season technically that we've ever yeah. done. And I thought at the beginning of the season that we had a very, very, very good, like we were, we, we, we had planned the season. We had selected all the movies. I'm like, that is a very good season. It's very diverse. It is, it is, it is interesting. It's got a, 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 got a wide breadth. Our next season. And I think it is this thing of like, the older the two of us get, the more somewhat niche movies we watch, but like also like, we fill in a lot of the <laughs> gaps in our cinematic knowledge. Yeah, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we watch a lot of the obvious movies and like next season, I really think is like just going to be incredible. Like all of the movies I am bringing next season, I am so stoked to talk about. Yeah. And they Same. were, they were films that like when we first started the show, it was like, well, I'd love to talk about that. Like eventually, but like, we have to do Psycho, you know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. have to do, we have to do Blade Runner. Like uh, episodes of this show that no longer exist, that you'll never, that right. nobody will ever hear ever. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm so excited for next season. It's going to be great. So I want to do a plug because we've talked about this. We're going to do it. I, I'm ready to do it basically whenever we get around to it. Um, we're going to do, we're going to end the year with a little a little award show a little award we're, show. we're gonna do it we're gonna do the how have you not seen these we're gonna we're do the gonna, scenes yeah we're going through 
we're gonna do very similar to the Oscars. We're gonna, but we're just gonna be using the films we've done this season. We're gonna just do a little retrospective on some of our favorites of this past year. Because for the most part, again, the, the show is such that we basically talk about movies we like, but uh, the last two weeks have been contentious. You know this, we, you know. Last two weeks in Legally Blonde. Um, Legally Blonde, the contentious Otherwise, film. I, think, I think pretty much every time we were kind of varying levels of hype about the film, but I yeah. don't think there was any yeah. movie that, one of us watched it the first time and we're like, eh, fuck it. So what I want to ask y'all to end this up is like, just in term, just, just to give the audience a little bit of a, a little bit of a, of a taste in terms of best picture, where, where are y'all heads at? Ooh, that's just like without question. thinking, just like, what are you thinking? Best picture that we've watched for the show or like, yes, best picture. Yes. Yeah. The show. We'll do, it'll be the end of the year. I feel like, have, you know, we'll do a section that's just like, these are kind of our favorites of the year that are not, Absolutely. you know, new new movies. You know. Right. And we've discussed this. We haven't 100% committed to it, but yeah. we've discussed doing a 2021 Oscars type thing over on yeah. Patreon. Yeah. But that that'll really probably be the Patreon the and the main, main feed will be the, yeah. will be the award show. How have yeah. you not yeah, so. We've toyed with that. How have you um, not seen these? Yes. But in the meantime, you know, we'll be gone for, I think we're going to be gone for about five weeks, but we're going to drop the scenes in between. Yeah. So in the meantime, if you guys want um, more content that you haven't heard, please, seriously, I cannot stress this enough. Like, I am so incredibly stoked about the stuff we've done on Patreon this year. Um, and I am not just saying that because it gets the show money. Um, I promise, like, really like being able to talk about the spider-man movies with carson so, being able to talk luck. about the matrix with carson oh yeah and like also just like you know doing doing the monthly like what have we seen like has been that that is not to throw shade at anyone else but like oh, a lot of going. podcasts a lot of independent podcasts are just like, we're going to talk about the movies we watched this week. You know, we're going to talk about the movie that came out this week. And when we set out to create the show, we didn't want to be that. We wanted to be a little more structured, but like the fact that we can do that over on Patreon is something that like, I've always wanted to do with you, Carson, because oh, that's oh, literally 90% of our friendship. Our next page. Texting each me, other and being me, like, oh, Hey, did God, you see this? Yeah. He's like, yes, here's my thoughts. Can I just say that our next Patreon series too, it's going to be insane. It's going to be really weird. It's going to be very strange. It's going to be so fucking weird. It's going to be very strange. So, so again, all right, just like what's big? I want to, what's the sense? Like what's, what's going to take it home? What do we think? Where, where are our heads at? Yeah. Cause I mean, we did a lot of, a lot of good shit. A lot of good shit. I'm going to say, I got a couple. I'm going to say, we started real good because Paddington's huge. Spring Breakers, huge. Mm -hmm. Fucking, but I'm a cheerleader. Huge. For me. Right. Mononoke, huge. Oh, brother, where art thou? Fucking huge. Before Sunrise, holy shit. Fucking huge. Right. Those oh, might, I God. just, off the top, I'm looking at the list right now off the top of my head. I think I might have to do some like calibrating, whatever. I think those are my five nominees. I think they are. No, yeah. I think, Ooh. I think if I had to guess what the, audience would say the audience picks i would probably i would say before sunrise oh brother princess mononoke and maybe as a dark horse as a dark horse akira yeah and solely because it is 
like one of the most artistically crafted films of all time. It's really hard. And I mean, this is the problem with award shows that we will talk about at length. I'm sure yeah. is it's just like, just like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like is princess Mononoke better than Akira? Like, how can you fucking say that? Like they're that's, both master thing about the, how like, you not seen these is that it's completely personal. It is it's just completely all, like, personal. Yeah. It's completely arbitrary. And yes. I, I think while we will, all awards. I have no fucking clue awards. what my best picture is going to be. I have no fucking right. clue. I'm going to have to think about it a lot. And why we will all give awards to films. I think a lot of it is just gonna be like, fuck it. I don't care. They're all good. Like, like yeah. what you want? You want me to say before sunrise is somehow better than Oh Brother? Where art thou? Like, go fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> And I'll just jump in here to say that I am going, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be the pure agent of chaos and the mm. how have you not seen these? And I can't fuck you. I feel like, I think I know like three of them that are going to show up for you, Corey, and they're all chaotic and I love them. <laughs> well, with that said, um, it's been a lovely uh, season. It's been a lov- lovely season with y'all. Get your fucking booster shots, you guys. Yeah, go get a booster. Go get a, booster. get a booster. Seriously, seriously, get a fucking booster. And if a flu you shot. Already, as someone who shot. has had, get a flu shot too. As somebody who has had several people pretty close to them who are fully vaccinated get COVID. In go the listen last to the Spring weeks. Breakers episode. Not the Spring Breakers episode. Which one did I start having it? Go I listen are. to the Edge of 17, I think, is when I start having it. And I'm just <laughs> in the so. sourest mood of all time. Like, get your fucking booster. But thank you guys for spending the last six months with us. It's been thank you. so, so, so much fun. And uh, if you if you want a little bit more of this, head on over to patreon.com slash pod. We'd love to, we'd love to see you there. Um, we've got a lot of really cool shit coming up in the new year. So it'd be great. I'll also say I'm not going to give the whole spiel since we just talked about Patreon, but I don't think I've mentioned social media yet. Facebook.com slash HHYNS pod, Twitter, Instagram, and letterboxed at HHYNS pod. Yeah. And okay. so I guess we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Corey, do you know the exact date the CDs are going to drop? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I mean, I can tell you, I we because we haven't talked about this yet, but my goal <laughs> is uh, end of December. End of December. Bada bing. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Corey, say the date you want to drop it on December. Um, hold on, let me pull up a December calendar. December the 28th? Tw- that's a Tuesday. 28th. That December a Tuesday. 28th. December 28th? Two weeks would, from today. That's a good look. That sounds good to me. Right? Doesn't this drop on the 14th? Yeah. I, yeah, I when the episode weeks. comes out. I did two weeks. I was like, that's two weeks from today is December 17th. So yeah. we record these out of order. We'll get one more in for the season. Yeah, yeah take, take a shot, guys. Take a shot. Um, take a shot. But uh, thank you guys so much. And we will see you just before the end of the year when we talk about the The whole season. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. Love y'all. Bye-bye.